four of the law against lovers by william davenant this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org enter benedict lucio balthazar lucio you broke from our confederacy against marriage then wooed in my behalf and afterwards for yourself do but hear me excuses are like weak reserves after a battle is lost let me be heard for if poor truth have a tongue of her own and must not use it why then she may retire into a corner and weep out her eyes what can you say i meant no more love to the lady beatrice than i do to woo an arrested widow with a serenade at a prison grate balthazar knows my heart i know several of your hearts men are not in the fashion unless they have change of everything i ever thought her a mermaid how so from the breasts downwards she's as cold as a fish well lucio i'll call none but the four winds to account for what is past look sir Whoosh. thus i blow away your offences but you must be steady now and diligent i told you my design for claudio's preservation the provost was your uncle's creature and by him preferred the provost will make good our trust and every character of gratitude you must engage him lucio and discern by what pretext or obstacle the friar proceeds so far to interrupt our hopes i'll bind the provost to your service in his own shackles and concerning the friar i'll straight confess him and you shall know all be sudden and successful go exit lucio enter beatrice and page oh are you come i would have cried you as a lost thing but that i knew i should have the ill luck to find you again you trip it too fast you need not be so swift to meet misfortune i have just now a letter from the provost who either suspects the truth of the pardon because i enjoined him to secrecy or else is led by a friar to some fresh design are we circumvented by a friar rather than not vex that friar i'll invent a new sect and preach in a hat and feather tis strange that men of their discretion should come abroad in old-fashioned gowns and dressed with abominable negligence business makes them great slovens and they love to be busy never observe the right seasons when they are necessary for though we are content with their company when we are old and dying yet methinks they should not trouble us with their good counsel when we are young and in good health alas poor bookmen they were breeding can we not separate the wicked provost from this scrupulous friar i have sent lucio to him benedick we will cast off the serious faces of conspirators and appear to the deputy as merry and as gay as nature in the spring this house shall be all carnival all masquerade good we will laugh him out of his politics till he make paper kites of machiavel's books and play with his pages in the fields and shall we sing and dance till the old senators lead forth the burghers' widows and cry out for a pavin page call viola with her castanettos and bid bernardo bring his guitar exit page my brother will not endure this habitation he'll rather go to sea and dwell in a gun-room or lie round like a sexton's dog beneath the great bell in a steeple viola strikes the castanettos within hark viola has ta'en the alarm those castanettos sound like a concert of squirrels cracking of nuts enter viola dancing a saraband a while with castanettos shall we stand idle in seasons of business 
You have feathers on your head, Benedick. Have you none at your heels? I am, lady, so very a kid at capering that you may make gloves of my skin. Balthazar, call for more music. Not for me, sir. I can dance at the mere tolling of a bell. They dance. After the dance, enter Escalus. Have you no apprehension of the deputy? Are you insensible? Do you suspect we are insensible by our want of motion? You should provide my brother deputy a politician's quilted cap to cover his ears. Twill preserve him from noise. These politic men should keep company with their fellow foxes in deep holes. He'll grow so angry that he'll lay the punishments of law aside and pistol us with his own hand. This, signor, is not the right way to meet your brother's temper. Signor, my meaning is to avoid the way where I may meet my brother. I'll prove a very crab to him, for still, as he proceeds, I propose to go backward. I hope you'll be cautious about the pardon. Pray, mingle so much courage with your wisdom as may bring you into the possibility of sleep again? Sir, I more than beseech you not to provoke your brother's gravity with fantastical noises. Believe me, we are politic, and do it to disguise that melancholy which belongs to design. That may do well. Go up and retire with him. If you stay here, he'll take you for a man of mirth, and then you'll lose his favour. Exit Escalos. Tis fit, Benedick, you seek Lucio out, to learn quickly the provost's resolution. I'll go change my scene to the garden terrace, under your brother's window, that I may torment him with new noises. Shall I fetch the great girls that make the bone-lace to sing out of tune to their bobbins? Do, Viola. Let them be long, lean wenches. And we'll hang a dozen cages of parrots at his window, to tell him what's o'clock. Exeunt several ways. Enter Lucio and Provost. I'd speak with that friar who obstructs the pardon. His business with Claudio being done, he shall attend you. Enter Fool in a shackle. Fool? What a prisoner? I thought fooling had been free. Fooling is free before the wise, but truly, signor, a fool can no more suffer a fool than one of the wits can endure another wit. You, sinner, are committed for the worst kind of fooling. You have brought both sexes together. A bod? Alas, poor fool! Instead of being in jest, you have been in earnest. I deal with persons of quality, with whom I thought fit to be mannerly. Was it civil to let them meet to no purpose? You have been civil indeed. All deeds must submit to interpretation. For my part, to prevent all animosities and heart-burnings between young men and women, I brought them lovingly together. A bod in a fool's coat. Mistress mitigation gave him the livery. Tis a villainous new disguise for the good old cause. How does Mother Midnight? What, she grows rich? Signor, she's eaten up all her beef now, and is herself in the tub. Powdered to make her last. Tis not amiss. But prithee, what mean those keys at thy girdle? I have preferred him. He's an under-jailer. You've but changed your dwelling, fool. Your office is the same, for you are wont to keep doors. Enter Duke. Sirrah, look to your prisoners. Signor Lucio, I shall leave you with this reverend father. Exeunt, provost, fool. Good day, father. And to you, sir, a long and a good life. Father, I aim at no different things. If it be short and sweet, I'm satisfied. How mean you, sir? Nay, I'm not now prepared for confession. Besides, I'm in great haste. You must needs prevail with the provost to let the pardon pass. 
some hours after the date of the pardon an order came hither for execution which had proceeded too if friar thomas had not by help of the deputy's confessor got a reprieve till to-morrow the absent duke was a true friend to lovers it seems you know the duke know him yes friar very well i had the honour to be of his counsel but i mean sir in midnight matters he was about once to raise a charitable foundation not for lousy learning or such cripples as creep from lost battles but for poor diseased lovers i did not think he had been amorous who he yes as far as to your beggar of fifty and he used to put a ducat in her clack-dish is possible he was not sure in his youth this way inclined no he began to steer the right course about forty but good man he repented the lost time of his youth exit virtue's defensive armour must be strong to scape the merry and malicious tongue exit enter jailer isabella good friend be courteous and let juliet know my name is isabella and i come to serve her will you so much favour me there's for your pains you must stay here till i shall send her to you exit jailer a prison is too good a den for this rude beast enter julietta isabella salutes her have comfort sister i must call you so though the uncivil law will not allow you yet that name i am not worthy of it since you have spoke so humbly of yourself you must and shall be comforted perhaps like conscience love when satisfied within may oft offend the law and yet not sin i find the greatest love is an offence for greatest love is greatest confidence when trusting those who for our credence woo we trust them with our love and honour too i come to bring your sorrow some relief and would your crime not lessen but your grief how can i lose that honour which i gave to him who can and will that honour save when you your honour did to claudio give cousining yourself you did our sex deceive honour is a public treasure and tis fit law should in public form dispose of it oh isabella you are cruel grown sister you gave much more than was your own i love too much yet for your brother's sake who had that love you my excuse should make my mother's life did fair example give how after death we might unpunished live she dying did my childhood then assign to claudio's care he leaves you now to mine oh heaven you mean that claudio still must die and i am now become a legacy my friends are suing for your liberty and that you may secure from penance be what need i for the shame of penance care no blush e'er died the paleness of despair do not with weeping vainly quench your eyes tears are to heaven a useful sacrifice where every drop moves mercy but they gain on earth no more remorse than common rain is there no means your brother's life to save none that i would afford or he would have yet can i not affirm that there is none oh call back hope which fast does from us run sister you call in vain for when you know how wicked now saint angelo does grow you will rejoice that death makes claudio free and think your bonds more safe than liberty is angelo as wicked as severe i more his kindness now than anger fear to what would tyrant force kindly persuade he gently treats then rudely does invade 
I dare not give his purposed sin a name. It is too hard a word for untaught shame. False image of refined authority! Unless I yield, my brother is to die. Just now I left the guards drawn up who wait for execution at the prison gate. Oh, Isabel, why are we useless made? Too weak to enforce and artless to persuade, nor you nor I can any help afford to your dear brother and my plighted lord. Yet you have means, but must not have the will by evil to prevent a greater ill. Have I the means? Your grief misleads your tongue. She is going out. I would do Claudio good, and you no wrong. Your virtue is severe. Hear me but speak. My heart will else out of my bosom break. Speak clearly, then. You are not understood. May none do ill, that so they may do good. Nature no greater gift than life can give. By virtue we are nature long outlive. Can it be virtue to let Claudio die? His life should not be saved by infamy. Loathed infamy consists of evils grown, so impudent as covet to be known. But those seem least which bashfully we shun. At first, and then for good intent are done. Sister, you argue wildly in your grief. You are too good to seek a bad relief for Claudio. Therefore look for no reply. I look for none, yet would not have him die. Going out. You seemed to intimate that bashfulness at evil-doing makes the evil less. That, when we good intend by doing ill, we bring necessity to excuse our will. And that our faults, when hidden by our shame, pass free from blemish if they scape from blame. Forget my words. How could they be but weak, when grief did make those thoughts which fear did speak? Suppose I can a likely way devise that you, assisted aptly by disguise, may take to-night my place with Angelo. The means is not remote. What will you do? I am amazed and apprehend you not. Your sudden ignorance is strangely got. I now am going to the deputy, to make to his request my last reply. And I perhaps may promise willingness but on conditions made for my access, with bashful privacy retired from light, from every witness too but secret night, whose thickest curtains shall immure the room, where for my promised person you may come. Thus, Claudio's life, you save and lose no fame, for where none sees we cannot feel our shame. Ascribe to dire necessity the ill, the good of it belongs then to your will. Quickly resolve, and I'll prepare your way. Ere I will Claudio in myself betray, I will the torment of his death endure, His sickness more becomes him than the cure. How, Juliet? Can you righteously refuse the expedient which you plead that I should use? Go chide the passion which you would have me do, That which, though ill in both, seems least in you. The good or ill redemption of his life Does less concern his sister than his wife? Alas, we know not what is good or ill. Perhaps we should not learn that fatal skill. The serpent taught it first. Sister, away. We'll more for patience than for knowledge pray. Exeunt several ways. Enter Balthazar, Beatrice, Jailer, Page. Where's Viola? Have I lost her? That scarecrow makes a very bird of her. She's run upstairs, madam, to inform your cousin Juliet of your being here. Methinks this fellow looks not only ill, but saucily ill. How so, madam? Tis impudence to show so bad a face in good company. 
friend i'll reward you the sooner the better you shall wear my colours boy when he comes abroad bid my lackeys be careful to cudgel him i thank you exit jailer enter viola my cousin juliet has locked herself in her chamber i saw her through the keyhole weeping like nurse when she lost her wedding ring juliet i cannot but pity thy private friendship but am more vexed at our public enemy thy judge your tears madam show more pity than anger no sir great storms do oft begin with rain enter benedict i saw your coach at the prison gate lady and thought you'd been arrested on suspicion of love which now has made high treason natural bodies by the body politic i should marvel benedict how you had the face to come within sight of my sex but that ill faces being common are no cause of wonder mine's a politic face and few of that sort are held handsome so politic that it will hardly be seduced to make another in these dangerous times so politic as i'd have you walk only at night and with a dark lantern before you that though you see others none may see you you are one of those whom i think unlucky this gloomy place presents you with strange visions your coach attends you i pray change the scene whither to see your brother's guards drawn up for claudio's execution alas poor women they get much by you men truly tis thought they might get more for men are always civilly willing though never blamed but patience and we shall have right when we are heard heard yes may she who henceforth listens to your sighing sex have her ass ears in public board as love's known slave and wear for pendants morris bells as his fantastic fool no whispering the platonic way platonic way my cousin has platoed it profoundly has she not in the name of mischief make friends with yourself and not with us let every daemon of you choose his pythias and tattle romantic philosophy together like bearded gossips though such conversation might breed peace in a palace yet would make but a thin court discourse all day lolling like lazy ill-bred wits with your right legs or your left knees defining love till he become as raw as if he were dissected by anatomists give balls and serenades to your dear selves that were as we are taught by the old proverb to be merry and wise enter lucio we shall be more troubled with this fiddling friar than with ten lay fools he has so infected the provost with good counsel that there is no hope from him the guards are doubled at the prison gate and claudio is to die at break of day where's now your valour sir is furious benedict like beasts of prey courageous only in the field and with familiar tameness creeps in towns beneath the anger of your feeder's law jailer where are you bring me to my cousin exit beatrice viola she's raised to a most amiable humour now's your time lucio to make love to her i am now for the platonic way of billing like meek turtles without the noise of passion we lucio who are parcel lovers should mourn like turtles over a bottle in these days of persecution signors prepare to offend the laws i find i must grow rude and make bold with my brother exeunt omnis enter provost duke the guards thus doubled at the prison gate confirms my doubt that signor benedict did counterfeit the pardon which he brought 
you have another prisoner here condemned to die the wicked bernardine hath long been a most painful and a watchful robber but now in the short remainder of his life he lazily consumes in sleep is he so careless before death he minds not what is past or present or to come he wants advice we oft have wakened him as if he were to go to execution and showed him too a seeming warrant but he seemed not moved enter fool the hangman waits to dispatch his business with your worship sirrah his business is with you my worship will hardly be at leisure for him call him in enter hangman this fellow early in the morning is to help you in your execution he cannot plead a quality above your service he has been a noted bored a bard fie on him he'll disgrace our mystery sir by your good favour for surely sir you would have a good favour had you not a hanging look do you call your trade a mystery yes you will find it so what mystery then should be in hanging if i were to be hanged i cannot imagine it is a mystery that you must be hanged ere you can find it out provide your block and axe and call bernardine exit hangman what horrid instruments are used by power mr bernardine you must rise and be hanged mr bernardine within curse on your throat who makes that noise what are you your friend the hangman you must be so good as to rise and be put to death away you rogue i am sleepy tell him he must wake pray mr bernardine awake till you are executed and sleep afterwards go in and fetch him out he's coming sir for i hear his straw rustle enter bernardine now oh, now fool what's the news with you truly sir i would desire you to clap close to your prayers for the warrants come you're a rogue i've been drinking all night and i'm not fitted for the warrant the better sir for he that drinks all night and is hanged very betimes in the morning may sleep the soundlier all the next day look sir here comes your ghostly father do you think we jest now induced sir by my charity and hearing how hastily you are to depart i am come to advise you comfort you and pray with you friar not i i've been drinking hard all night i will have more time to prepare me or they shall beat out my brains with billets i'll not die to-day oh sir you must and therefore i beseech you look forward on the journey you shall go i'll not die till i have slept for any man's persuasion but hear you not a word if you have anything to speak come to my ward for i'll not thence to-day exeunt bernardine fool what think you of this prisoner father nature did never make a thing more wretched he is unfit to live or die twere want of common charity to transport him in the mind he is let him have more time and be restrained from every nourishment but sleep till i have made him fit for death enter jailer sir a messenger at the prison gate knocks hard and says that he must speak with you i come father if it please you let's retire exeunt enter claudio and fool bolting the door we are unheard and safe 
thou art man though in an ill disguise and shouldst support thy billing worthily why truly sir though i have had a couple of ill callings yet i would live as well as i could by both thou hast a servant been to shame and now art but an officer to cruelty there take this gold it is a thousand crowns wilt thou not run a little hazard for much happiness the venture is not great and it may probably produce at once thy freedom and support sir mine is but a thin summer skin tis often been cut and slashed with whipping i would very fain sleep whole in it now have courage friend tis gold my grandam left me nothing at her death but a good old proverb that's touch and take and i may say it has been a lucky proverb to me what would you have me do i have within a page's habit packed up close prithee convey it by your friend the jailer to julietta whose escape in that disguise i newly had contrived by correspondence with an officer who has the foremost station of the guards without and has been a servant to my father if thou hast any tenderness do this that she may escape from public penance but how shall i escape sir for i shall do penance without a sheet or a shirt for my kind tutor the hangman will strip me stark naked when i am swinging though the wind blow northerly the law for thy offence can doom thee but to fetters during life and half that gold may purchase thy release a sore whipping may come into the bargain but tis a poor back that cannot sometimes pay for the maintenance of the belly i'll do it pray lose no time i have but little left have you no more gold sure you might escape too friend i have given you all i have nor could my greater plenty work for my liberty for my confederate dares not to undertake to make the passage clear for more than one or if he could i want disguise for two if you could get out sir then you escape from death and she by freedom scapes from dreadful shame of doing penance pray dispute it not knocking within what hand is that if you prove faithful now you will gain forgiveness for your past offences my golden guests retire you straight into the closet of my breeches much in all ages good innocent gold has been laid to your charge puts up the bag and looks through the keyhole it is the lady juliet's maid i'll let her in and bear the habit to her mistress exit fool enter maid my lady with this letter sir sends you her dearest prayers and love heaven value both so much as they are praised by me reads the letter to provost's wife in pity of your distress or perhaps out of love to your person or rather as i hope out of respect to your virtue as devised means for your escape she has by large gifts prevailed with my keeper to leave your passage free to my chamber i beseech you with efficacy of my last breath to make use of this occasion and to hasten hither your way to liberty must be out of my window from whence my small engine she will wrench the bars can you find leisure to consider sir of that which my lady is so well resolved the provost's wife will she facilitate your lady's liberty with mine she says she cannot undertake so far then i will refuse her courtesy my lady sends you this request in tears will you deny it her if my escape i am from her chamber make the law will lay the guilt of it on her and she remains behind to bear the punishment she hath agreed to that condition with the provost's wife your lady makes me an unkind request have you the heart to judge it so 
can she be ignorant that the rigid law does judge it in a prisoner forfeiture of life to help another prisoner to escape who is condemned to die that forfeiture she cheerfully will pay but has so governed me with desperate vows that i lacked courage to refuse to bring this message to you how powerful fatal juliet is thy love yet must it not more valiant than mine tell her i have newly sent her a request more just than that which she has sent by you it will be brought her with a present too which if unkindly she denies to take she does by example my denial make exeunt several ways enter angelo servant attend her in and then wait you at distance exit servant o oh, love how much thy borrowed shapes disguise even to themselves the valiant and the wise enter isabella had you not feared the approach of claudio's fate which shows you are to him compassionate though not to me i had not seen you here he may your pity thank and i your fear my lord i hardly could myself forgive for suing still to have my brother live but that a higher hope directs my aim which saving his frail life would yours reclaim how desperate all your hopeful visits prove you bring me counsel still instead of love and would in storms of passion make me wise bid pilots preach to winds when tempests rise but yet as tempests are by showers allayed so may your anger by my tears be swayed you must by yielding teach me to relent make haste the mourner's tears are almost spent courtiers to tyrant death who basely wait to do that tyrant honour whom they hate inviting formal fools to see his feast to which your brother is the unwilling guest and the absolving priest must say the grace night's progress done claudio begins his race and with the morning's wings your cruel doom he shall convey where you must trembling come before that judge whose power you use so ill as if like lot were subject to your will the cruel there shall wish they had been just and that their seeming love had not been lost these useless sayings were from cloisters brought you cannot teach so soon as you were taught you must example to my mercy give first save my life and then let claudio live have you no words but what are only good because their ill is quickly understood dispose of claudio's life whilst cruel you seem dead by being deaf to all that sue till by long custom of forgiving none you are so averse to all forgiveness grown that in your own behalf you shall deny to hear of absolution when you die how isabel from calms of bashfulness even such as suppliant saints to heaven express when patience makes herself a sacrifice can you to storms of execration rise isabella is going out leave me not full of evil wonder stay can it be good to hear what you would say he steps in and reaches a cabinet in this behold nature's reserves of light when the lost day yields to advancing night when that black goddess fine in frosts appears then starry jewels bright as those she wears the wealth of many parents who did spare in plenteous peace and get by prosperous war of that which evil life may get you make a wonder in a monstrous boast which death from you as certainly will take as tis already by your parents lost be in this world like other mortals wise and take this treasure as your beauty's prize 
Wealth draws a curtain o'er the face of shame, Restores lost beauty and recovers fame. Catch fools in nets without a covert laid. Can I who see the treason be betrayed? Going out. Stay, Isabel, stay but a moment's space. You know me not by knowing but my face. My heart does differ from my looks and tongue. To know you much, I have deceived you long. Have you more shapes, or would you new devise? I'll now at once cast off my whole disguise, keep still your virtue which is dignified, and has new value got by being tried. Claudio shall longer live than I can do, who was his judge but am condemned by you. The marshal of the guards keeps secretly his pardon sealed, nor meant I he should die. By shifting your disguise you seem much more in borrowed darkness than you were before. Forgive me, who, till now, thought I should find too many of your beauteous sex too kind. I strove, as jealous lovers curious grow, vainly to learn what I was loath to know. And of your virtue I was doubtful grown, as men judge women's frailties by their own. But since you fully have endured the test, and are not only good, but prove the best of all your sex, submissively I woo to be your lover and your husband too. Can I win free, be by your words subdued? whose actions have my brother's life pursued? I never meant to take your brother's life, but if in trial how to choose a wife, I have too diffident, too curious been, I'll pardon ask for folly as for sin. I loved you ere your precious beauties were in your probation shaded in St. Clair, and when, with sacred sisterhood confined, a double enterprise perplexed my mind, by Claudio's danger to provoke you forth, from that blessed shade, and then to try your worth. She that can credit give to things so strange, and can comply with such a sudden change, has mighty faith and kindness too so strong, that the extreme cannot continue long. I am so pleased with Claudio's liberty, that the example shall preserve me free. Was I, when bad, so quickly understood, and cannot be believed when I am good? In favour of my sex and not of you, I wish your love so violent and true, That those who shall hereafter curious be, To seek that frailty which they would not see, May by your punishment become afraid, To use those nets which you ignobly laid. Ah, Isabel, you blamed my cruelty. Will you, when I show mercy, cruel be? You might have met a weaker breast than mine, Which at approach to parley would incline. How little honour, then, you had obtained, if where but little was you that had stained! Had you been great of mind, you would have strove to have hid or helped the weaknesses of love, and not have used temptations to the frail, or power where twas dishonour to prevail. You will, if now your love dissembled be, deceive yourself in not deceiving me. If it be true, you shall not be believed lest you should think me apt to be deceived. Exit. Break, heart. Farewell, the cruel and the just. Fools seek belief where they have bred distrust. Because she doubts my virtue, I must die. Who did with vicious arts her virtue try. Exit. End of Act 4